You guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, you need to. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome to Mimesis, the podcast about all the twisty ways that art and life imitate each other. And I'm laughing because we have just now learned that Sandra cannot do the opening to the show. Nope, not at all. Maybe one day, but today is not that day. <laughs> the words just did not come. She Bless no. her heart. She tried so many times. But we're here. Yay. Yay. And this one, Sandy's taking the helm today. Yay. I am. Yes. We got some Julia and Julie. Or is it Julie and Julia? <laughs> I think it's Julie and Julia. Julie and Julia. Yes. We are going to yeah. talk about... Uh, well, you're going to talk about the movie and the women behind the scenes yeah. and the whole uh, debacle that happened there. And I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I have very strong feelings about this topic as an author. Yes. Um, I figured gonna... you would, and that's why I wanted yeah. to do it. I'm going to try to be respectful, but... And I have some strong feelings because I'm a chef, and this is, like, what I love to do. And Yeah. yeah. So we have, we have all that to come. But before we get to that, um, this is kind of a bittersweet episode. No. I know. Up I until this a point, um, the first five episodes, well, four and a mini. Many so. We have been recording together live here in Florida, which has been wonderful. But tomorrow, my beautiful niece is heading back to the mitten to be with her family. I have to go back to, to the reality. I know. Back to reality. <laughs> what song is that from? Back to reality. Okay, I'm dancing anything more than that or we'll get sued. Back to reality. You have to cut all that out, man. We're going to get sued. No, we won't. We'll be good. (laughs) Anyways, she's going back home tomorrow and I'm going to miss her terribly. But that does not mean you are going to get any less content from us because we have it all set up so we can record from Michigan and Florida and keep the content rolling. Yep. That's right. I'm not looking forward to going... I shouldn't say I'm looking forward to going home, but at the same time, I'm going to miss you extremely. Yes, I'm going to miss you too. But we have started something amazing here, and I'm very excited to continue to work on this with you. Yes, we've got some great content coming up. We do. We have some awesome things coming up. Speaking of which, uh, there's a couple things we would like to hear from all of you about content. If you have any topic ideas for the show you would like us to cover, anything about art imitating life or life imitating art, Books, movies, TV shows, anything. Songs, yeah. Anything at all, you can email them to us at mimesispodcast.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> mimesispodcast at gmail.com. There we go. Okay, so I have been stuck on the website all day yes. trying to work on that, and that is mimesispodcast.com. That's right. That's where that's stuck in your head, but it is yeah. up. It's up and, it and is, live. It's beautiful. It's it's got a lot of growing to do yes. as we get more yes. content. But there's there's a gorgeous picture of my niece on there on her wedding day. 
there's a gorgeous picture of you on there. Yeah, that's my author photo. That's me being all professional. But yours is on your wedding day, and you got a cute little bottle of wine and a little straw, and you just look so happy. <laughs> I love that. I was happy that day. You were. That was a beautiful wedding. So if you get a chance, check it out. Maybe send us an email and let us know what you think about it. Uh, let's see. Oh, I am working on something for us as well. I am working on getting our Patreon page up. We are hoping to have additional content can people that people can get there maybe some stickers some different merchandise all sorts of things and the point of the patreon is to get new equipment and things to benefit the podcast podcast. make it help us grow exactly help us grow help us keep bringing you guys content because i love doing this i'm having a blast doing this exactly and we we want to continue to do this so we'll get that up soon and you can help support our podcast and we will thank you with our undying love and affection and maybe some stickers (laughs) (laughs) and we'll keep the content coming lots of content all the content all right i think that's all i had in the way of news okay so i should probably get ready ready? to tell you oh i should crack my knuckles and get ready for this because oh i have so many oh yeah okay my notes are all over the place because I literally could not keep one train of thought because it's so much info. That's okay. Yeah. Because let's, it, let's skip all over the place and let's just dig in. I know. Okay. So this is based on two real things. And that's why it was hard to be like, well, I don't know where to talk about what. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the movie. Which I have not seen. So a lot of, I know the situation. I have not seen the movie. Yeah. So the movie there's one actress that I am so excited that was in this, and that's Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep is amazing. She was Julia, and she did amazing. There's a side-by-side YouTube video of her playing Julia and Julia Childs, and she nailed it. Frame by frame. Almost frame by frame, oh yeah. Gosh. She's yeah. amazing. Like I little don't think there's any role... I don't think there's any role she couldn't play. Like, no. Meryl Streep could be Batman and be the best Batman you've ever seen. <laughs> Can we have that? I, I don't know. <laughs> Did you ever see the video of her? I think it was at one of the Academy Awards where um, Emily Blunt and Anne Hathaway were presenting. And they kind of did like a little bit where they were slipping into their roles from The Devil Wears Prada. Okay. And Meryl Streep was in the very front row. And they were joking back and forth where they were like, did you bring her latte? No, I, I forgot. I thought you did. And they're, you know, ah, ha, 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 trying to laugh it off. And then the camera cuts to Meryl Streep. And you see like one second she was smiling. And then the next second in like a blink, she was in character. Oh, my god. She goodness. had that stern look. She was looking up at them from under her brow. It was chef's <laughs> kiss. Amazing. She's, I did not see that. I'm telling you, she's she's the best. I love her. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So... She plays Julia, and Stanley Tucci plays her husband, Paul. And let me tell you, on screen, those two playing those characters, they were so in love, and they, like, literally chef's kiss. They made the movie. They made the movie. Oh, I'm going to need to watch this. I love Stanley Tucci. This is the second Stanley Tucci project that we've talked about. I didn't know this until, like, actually I, like, started watching The Lovely Bones and realized that he was George Harvey. Yep, he sure was. This is the second. <laughs> um, your next topic, will it also involve Stanley Tucci? 
I haven't decided what my next topic is yet. <laughs> Maybe I'll make that happen. Maybe go to his IB, what is it, IBMD page? Yeah. Is that right? Yes. IMBD? Yes. Go on there and just scour his work. Maybe you'll find yeah. our next topic on yeah. there. <laughs> probably. Probably. So I'm trying to, like I said, my notes are all over the place. That's okay. So are our brains. So yeah. is our thought pattern. Okay. So Julia's real life, obviously she was married to Paul. And she was an American cookie. Cookie? She was an American cookie. American cookie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sweet thing to call somebody, I think. You're an American cookie. Yeah. I forgot what I was going. I don't know. She, she was, was an English him. chef? American cook? What she was, was she American doing? cook. Was she American? I thought she was British. No, she was American. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, she lived in Paris for a long time. So Paul worked for the government and they got stationed over in Paris. And that's where Julia Childs fell in love with French cooking. Okay. And then she went to Le Cordon Bleu and became their first female student. Wow. What year did she attend? Do you have any idea? 1950 oh wow yeah that's when women were still supposed to be home raising the babies yeah having having dinner on the table yes women were expected to cook but not cook professionally interesting and that's why i have a problem i mean i am grateful because now i have a profession that i love doing it's still very much a a a man's world in the kitchen very much it's still very masculine and we kind of need to. We need to change that. We need to have a Me Too movement for kitchens across the country. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta be. You gotta. I, I don't mean to say this like in a, any kind of harsh way, but you gotta be a tough broad to work in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Because people you are have to have tough skin. You and you. You gotta tough, wow. tough skin. Like yeah. there's a lot. That and it's happens. not just the, the knives and forks. you got to worry about other people stabbing <laughs> you in the back. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, bless your okay. heart that you do it. <laughs> I have a job where I just deal with the imaginary people that live in my head. So, you know. <laughs> I love those imaginary people. I love your books. <laughs> I was going to say, I really hope people that are listening to this know that I'm an author. Otherwise, I just yeah. made it sound like I yeah. professionally and have schizophrenia. <laughs> okay. So she is recognized for bringing French cuisine to American public with her debut cookback. Cookback? Cookback. <laughs> Cookbook. Mastering the Art of French Cooking. Amazing. Do we know what year that was released? No. Okay. That's okay. And her subsequent television programs, the notable of which The French Chef was premiered in 1963. Wow. So how did we go from the school? Was her cookbook such a success that she got the TV show or? Yes, that's how the TV show came along. Um, She went from the school to meeting two friends. They were um, Simone Beck and Louisette, I'm going to butcher this, Betherell in 1951. And then they founded... Again, I don't speak French. It's okay. I can I can say French cooking words, but I can't 
That's how, if anybody part. else speaks French and wants to send us an email of the proper way to say these yep. things, we are open to learning. Yes. So, Ecole des Trois Gourmets. Ecole des Trois. Is that mm-hmm. right? Le, Which is the trois. school of three hearty eaters. Okay. And they together wrote the Mastering the Art of French Cooking. And then that was such a success that it opened up a whole bunch of doors for them. Yes. That's fantastic. Because of her personality. She was this 6'2". 6'2". <gasps> woman. I did not realize she was that tall. She was so tall. 6'2". Six 6'2". Foot two. Six foot two. How tall was her husband? Do we know? Was he... he sw- I mean, in the movie, they show portrayed him as short. I don't know if in real life that if he's shorter or taller than her. <gasps> That's wonderful. Yeah. I think he was shorter because they made a comment in the movie about how her sister was really tall, too, and they both were dating and got married to shorter men. That's glorious. (laughs) And I love that the men weren't at all intimidated by that. They were like, I'll climb that mountain. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Like, they were so in love, and it was so precious. Like, they actually got that right in the, the movie and in their real life. Like, she... They were so in love, and he pushed her to be the best her that she could possibly be. I love that. I love yeah. that so much. And you know what? I've heard that from other people. Like, I've, I didn't read about it too much in the movie because I wanted to, all of this to be fresh to me. Yeah. But what I did read about it, people said that the re- relationship between them made the entire film. Yeah. But it's just so sweet. Yeah. It, it makes is. me want to watch it. I'm not usually like a romance movie kind of girl. I'm more like my superheroes and blowing stuff up and snarky dialogue. (laughs) But But this is really good because it's like, it's kind of like a biography. Yeah. But has the comedic aspects to it. I will definitely check this out. Yeah. I will stop marathoning um, serial killer documentaries. (laughs) (laughs) I will watch this. You should. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) she just gave me it was like an intervention you should seriously we're all take a break we're, we're all, all worried about you. you we're all scared for you it's getting a little dark in here <laughs> i had to lighten it up the last few we've done are no and again i'm getting off topic but we were talking today about more talk- topics for the show and one of the one of them i suggested she's like really another serial killer <laughs> Right, I'll look for something else. <laughs> okay, so each episode of the cooking show, she ended with Bon Appetit. Oh, and you know what? I can hear her voice in my head when you said uh-huh. that because it goes up at the end. Yeah, that very Bon Appetit. Yes. Oh, there was two hundred and six episodes. Wow. Yeah, she was the original celebrity chef. The original. That's she like paved the way for like. All of my favorite chefs. She was the OG. Yeah. Like Anthony Bourdain and Bobby Flay, Rachel Ray. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Like, I I fangirl over some of these people. Yes. Yes, I know you do. I know you do. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool that she's – she. it all started with her. Yeah. All started with her. Now, did she have a good viewership? Oh, yeah. People were t- tuning in left and right? Yes. Like, there was one lady that I found the quote of – if you were having a hard day, you could really trust that Julia would pick it up and make it brighter. Oh. Yeah. Now, was this still in the 1950s? No, this was like in the 60s. Okay. But it's when still her a show. time that like yeah. 
women having dinner on the table was very big. So having a show that women could get fresh recipes from. French recipes. French? French recipes. She she brought the French cooking to the Americans. She was bringing the passion of Paris into their homes. That was a horrible French accent. (laughs) I am so sorry for anybody with any any ears. (laughs) (laughs) So Powell. Julie. Julia. Julie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Julie in the movie, in real life, created this blog. She did it because she had started a book. and Writing or reading? Writing. Okay. And never finished it. So she was really mad at her job. And so she said. Was writing her job? No. Her job was working at a call center. Okay. All right. Um, so she in, hated her job. In the movie, it was um, call center for the towers falling. Oh. It was like insurance call center, I think it was. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. dire job. Okay. Yes. And Amy um, Amy Adams. Who was, I love, by the way. I love her, too. She's so good. I can't wait for Disenchanted to come out. Oh, my God. Enchanted was my just favorite. A, it was so good. It was so that good. Was she was wedding. so adorable in that movie. But then you watch her in other things mm-hmm. like Sharp Objects, where it's the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. She, give her a few years, I believe she will be right up there with Mel- Meryl Streep. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. she's, again, somebody that can play any role. Yes. Yes. I agree. And Enchanted had my wedding song in it. So, Aww. I love that one. It's so cute. Yeah. So she play julie powell mm-hmm. and she was a lot nicer in the movie than what she is in real life yeah that's what i heard too yeah that's what i heard too. uh interviewers that interviewed yes. julie and amy adams were like amy's wonderful yeah julie's over there like yeah. <laughs> they couldn't say anything nice about her yeah she just wanted this for the fame that's oh. all like it sounds like and what kind of came across in Julie Powell's, it started as a book. Okay. Or it started as her blog, turned into a book, turned into a movie. So she was really just wanting the fame from this. Now, when she was doing the blogs, yes, was she um, giving links to Julia Child's websites? Was I don't she... know. I, I don't think she was because I don't think she gave any credit to julia she just said i'm doing the recipes from this cookbook yeah so she wanted to do 524 recipes in child's cookbook in 365 days a challenge she describes on her popular blog which made her a published author so those who disliked powell felt she lacked respect for julia child's for a good reason yes because she how did she present uh the recipes that she was doing did she give the recipe did she show the finished product no she she... never showed any pictures she never like said how they turned out it was literally i'm gonna make this and then said she made it like in the movie they kind of showed amy as julie 
making these recipes and that they didn't turn out. And then she like made little comments about it. I don't know if those were like actual scripts of like right taken right from her blog of what she did. They like, probably I, were if she was associated with the movie at all. Yeah. But what what were the scripts? Um, like one of them, like the aspic. That was the terrible week because I didn't do it right, which aspic is horrible to work with. It can be fun. What is it? That's so long ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's like going way back to the culinary school days. I don't even know what it is. (laughs) I love when you use big cooking words and I'm like, spatula. I know that word. (laughs) I remember that time you took my knife and never gave it back. Listen. You leave an item at my house for that long and it becomes mine. I was asking you for it because I was still in culinary school when I left it here. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. I zoned out. (laughs) I know. You're going to keep it forever. It's It's mine now. It's mine now. (laughs) Possession is nine-tenths of the law. I've been out of culinary school for like 12 years now. So, yeah, it's yours. (laughs) And I moved across the country with it. The knife is mine. Let it go. Her husband once tried to take the knife from my house for her. For her. And listen, her husband, how tall is Scott? 6'5". He's 6'5". I'm five foot tall. I went up to her and gave her the death get glare of all death get glares and was like, don't you let my husband, or my husband, don't you let your husband leave this house with that knife. I was prepared yeah. to tackle him like a little garden gnome on, with rabies. Like a garden gnome that... with rabies? <laughs> it was going to take me a while to bring that mountain down, but I would do uh-huh. it. What do you call him? Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) there was one time we're so off topic um in our house in michigan before we moved down here i had rolls of paper towel on this we had cabinets above our washer and dryer and there was paper towel on the second shelf of the the cabinet and he was standing behind me and i was climbing up onto my dryer to get the paper towel and he just reached over my head and went get down you're embarrassing yourself (laughs) thank you yeah yeah scott tells me all the time that the only reason why he married me was for the pictures because of the height difference (laughs) Mm -hmm. because the pictures would look funny that's fantastic (laughs) okay so back on topic on topic um where did we leave off i don't know (laughs) I don't know. We were talking about uh, a a product that is really hard to work with. I don't know what it is. Aspic. Aspic. What? You don't know what it is? Is it like sugar? Is it flour? No, it's not sugar. It's a preserving Uh, agent. Okay. So what? how we used it was we would create a dish. And previously in restaurants, they would put that dish and then you have to be like, I want this dish or I want that dish. Like they would put it on display. And so, like, as they're special for the week. Okay. And so to keep that plate of food looking good, they would dip it in the aspic, make it look edible, but it's not edible, and it would last for the entire week, and then you throw it away. Okay. So it's a preserving agent. That's that's probably not allowed much anymore, is it? Oh, yeah. Is it? People still do this? I don't know if anybody does. I mean, we had to learn in culinary school how to do it. There was, way back when, when I went to, like, nail school, there was stuff that you learned there that... You never yeah. ever used, but yeah, like I mean, I've never used it in 
like my day-to-day working in restaurants ever what (laughs) what could you what else could you preserve with it like well we like i don't know no (laughs) bodies (laughs) no bodies (laughs) it doesn't keep it that fresh fine (laughs) okay so she made the aspic and that is where she would not give any like feedback of how anything was going with her cooking so literally she was just riding now how far wait before i go into how badly she was riding julia child's coattails and not even giving the og any credit (laughs) how far apart was this like julia child's it was like 1950 1960 when is julie doing all this in 2000 2000 i think it was Two thousand one. Okay, so like a long time had passed. What year yeah. did Julia Childs die? Two thousand four. Okay, so this was before she passed. Yes, they actually did meet. Oh, did in be person. A fly on the wall. How'd that go? Um, I have a direct quote from Julia Childs. Um, publisher. Oh, so like they met. Yeah. And her publisher had to speak out afterwards. Like Julia was like. It was her editor. Yes. So her editor had to speak for her because Julia was like, I'm out. Drop the mic. Oh. I don't know. But th- this is like what I wrote. Okay. Oh, um, I'm, I am ready for this. Child was reported to have been unimpressed with Powell's blog. Believing her determination to cook every recipe and mastering the art of French cooking in a year to be a stunt. Oh, it was. And judith jones said in an interview that's the the publisher the the publisher okay or the editor sorry editor um flinging around four letter words curse words Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like fucking shit and the things that i punctuate my sentences with when cooking is not attractive okay to me or julia oh she did not want to endorse it what came through on the blog was somebody who was doing it almost for the sake of a stunt she would never really describe the end results, how delicious it was, and what she learned. Julia didn't like what she called the flimsy filmsies. She didn't suffer fools, if you know what I mean. I don't know what that little bit means, but... Oh, so yeah. she was like, no, this... <laughs> she knew. Julia was not impressed. No. no she thought she was vulgar. She thought that this was just a stunt. Yeah. But I get it because, okay, as an author, if somebody decided they were going to spend, you know, six weeks or however, and they were going to read each one of my books, but they were just like, I read this Stacey Rourke book, drop. I read this Stacey Rourke book, drop. And like, didn't tag me, didn't say what they thought of it, what they yeah. liked, what they didn't like. They seriously were like a robot about it, just turning it out and yeah. maybe like, you know. Well, it's also like if somebody were to take your books and turn them into fan fiction. Yeah, um, that's I have not thoughts okay. about that because there are some very successful series that are exactly that. I'm not naming any names, but they have been turned into successful series and they were based on fan fiction. And they got turned into movies. And they got turned into movies. That's going to be another one that we're going to go off on on an unpopular opinion because we both have some very strong exactly. opinions on that one. Exactly. Fan fiction should not be. No, 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 no. no. It, there but is that's a what it almost. It. 
I think yes. chat boards, you know, groups, things like that. Yes. If you love those characters so much that you want to write these stories, go for it. But respect. Do not publish it. Don't publish it. This is an author's characters. We put so much energy into it. Just like a, a chef, you put so many ingredients yeah. into it. And just, you know, with creating a character, there's so many ingredients that go into it. And to steal that. Yeah. And it is so easy to steal recipes. Oh, absolutely. So easy. Like it's. It has to happen all the time. It does. It happens all the time. All the time. You, I think it is, you have to tweak 20% to make it your own. That's not much. And you don't get in trouble for it. Do you, how do you, I like, I'm stammering over this, but like books are copyrighted. Yeah. Do you copyright recipes or what is the process there? Well, if you have your recipe published, that's why you have to change like 20% of it and then it's not theirs anymore. So it's just like. When you borrow lyrics from a song for something, yeah. you can only use so much of it yeah. and you have to credit it. Yeah. Now, with that, if you change 20%, you don't have to credit the original. No, because it's yours. Oh, man. That's not much. That's no, like tweaking but I two mean, ingredients. There are limited ingredients. Not limited, but like to make scrambled eggs. There's literally one ingredient, two ingredients tops that you need to make some scrambled eggs. So how... Do you like go about saying, I'm going to make a recipe for scrambled eggs? You can't. You can't. Yeah. Like, so there are some exceptions to the rules because there are only limited ingredients in certain items. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's like um, when a piece of literature has been out for hundreds of hundreds of years and it's, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on it. What's it called when anybody can use it because it's. The copyright has expired. Oh my gosh. The copyright's expired? No. <laughs> public domain. It becomes public, public domain. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like that. Scrambled eggs are public domain. There's there's yeah. only so many ways you can make that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But Julie, yeah, she, but see, that's she's also doing a, fan fiction cooking. Yes. But that's where she wrote a blog about it, which it's a little more... I don't the know. The blog how to... almost seems better to me than the book and the movie deal that came from it. Yeah. The book and the movie deal that burns my butt a whole yeah. lot. The blog, yeah. I I look at that as like people that want to re- review books or movies. You know, you could do that, but yeah. once it becomes you're trying to make it a lucrative thing for yourself, yeah, you're stealing but somebody else's work. She needed to give her more credit. She really oh, needed to absolutely. post pictures of what she cooked. She really needed to do a lot of stuff. Posting a picture of Julie, yeah. Julia's and Julie's recipes yes. side by side to see how it turned out. That would have been yeah. a great thing to do. Yeah, for sure. And simple. Yeah, it's yeah. very easy to post pictures to yes. a blog. So the book was called Julie and Julia, 365 Days, 524 Recipes, One Tiny Apartment Kitchen, published in 2005. So it came after Julia's death the book did and it was it just like her blog turned into a book or i don't know okay we we have not given her any additional funding by purchasing this ripoff of somebody else's work no i'm totally okay with that i'm totally on board yeah that's good if anybody knows what that book looks like inside keep it to yourself because we don't need to know instead we can look up julia child's actual master book uh, now have cooking. you read her that cookbook 
I have a copy of it. Yes. <gasps> yes. You do. Yes. Have it, you cooked some of the recipes in it? I've cooked the beef bourguignon. Oh. Yeah, it's like a beef stew and red wine, burgundy. Yeah. I'm going to nod like I know what any of that meant. Yes. I know. Those are all words that you said. You know what beef stew is. I do know what okay. beef stew is. Instead of beef, you're going to use a little bit of beef stock, but you're going to add more red wine to it. Okay. okay. A little for the pan, a little, a little for, for me. me. That's exactly how Julia Childs was. Oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yes. She did that? She always poured herself a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. oh so she she liked a little sippy she, sip yes <laughs> very oh. much so <laughs> i might be kindred spirits with her and not even know it yeah no i don't like wine we're not kindred so spirits. the movie came out in 2009 so julia never got to see the movie i think that's probably for the best i don't think yeah. she would have been thrilled about it although no. she probably would have liked meryl, uh, meryl streep's performance yes yes i think that it would have brought her back to the love that she had for being in Paris and with her husband and everything. Um, uh, in the movie, did it show the two of them meeting or was that not in the movie either? With Paul, her husband? No, no, no. Um, when Julie and Julia met, was that in the movie? No, it was the editor called to have um, Julie make her something. And they set this thing up and she was going to make the beef bourguignon and like it was 10 o'clock at night and she was like, I'm not coming over. I'm old and it's raining. So no. <laughs> and then like, I think a few scenes later, it shows her getting a phone call of Julia doesn't like you. <laughs> and so she almost, she literally almost stopped doing this. Like she had said previously that she wanted to do this because she could not finish anything she started writing the book couldn't finish it so she wanted to do something give herself a goal and accomplish this and she did she did make it to the 365 days she did make all the recipes but she almost stopped because getting that phone call of julia's not impressed see now that makes me you're you're giving me confu confusing feelings <laughs> because she was lost and yes. she found a goal and she achieved it. Yes. And for that, good for you, sister. I'm so proud of you. Girl yeah. power. But you have to you have to give credit. Yes. Especially to an OG like that. Yes. You gotta give credit yes. to the OG. Yeah. Julia was also the first woman to be inducted into the Culinary Institute of America's Hall of Fame. I didn't know that such a thing existed. Yeah. I'm I learning so much today. <laughs> I wish so I could educational. be in there. Maybe one day, right? Yeah, someday, someday. Yeah. Is there a podcast Hall of Fame? Can we be? There is. There's a podcast awards. There is. There's podcast awards. I didn't know that. Can yeah, we get? We're can probably we a award? long way off from that because <laughs> there's a lot of really, really famous people ahead of us. But maybe yeah. someday. Maybe someday. That's something to put out into the universe and hope that it happens. Yeah, I hope so. So I know that we're kind of on the aspect of don't do this for like credit and trying to get money, but would you, is there a cookbook that you would cook front to back? Okay. This is going to sound so dorky. 
and like I'm pandering for sponsorships, which I absolutely am. <laughs> if there's anybody out there that would like their products uh, broadcasted and advertised, let us know. But not 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 to sell out there. Uh, we have been getting HelloFresh boxes at our house, and like my entire life, you know, I <laughs> I know. I know. My That's why I wanted to ask you this question. My <laughs> kitchen has been pretty much a decoration for a very long time in my life. But we've started getting HelloFresh boxes and I freaking love doing so that. All you've needed is recipes. I needed well, and not just no, 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 no. It's more than that. Cause I'm lazy and I won't go to the store and I won't get all of those <laughs> ingredients. Cause ain't nobody got time for that. But this all of the ingredients are just brought to me with the yes. recipe. And it's like, here you go. Make this. And it's so easy and it's so fun. And I love it. And um, my husband made one not too long ago. And even he was like, as I'm doing this, I feel like I should have like a glass of wine and some <laughs> jazz music playing. I'm feeling very fancy making this. Do you see why I love cooking so much? Um it's relaxing. I, yes, that part of it. But the other parts that involve finding the recipe and going to the store, that's what I hate. Oh, I, I like that too. I hate going to the store and hunting for like but this see, one But see, I'm used to ordering my stuff and having it shipped directly to me from in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's stumbling up and down the grocery store for the ingredients. Like I'll just, yeah. I would eventually just go, uh, Tyson chicken tenders. Let's do that instead because they're right there and I can't find these last three ingredients. But this, it's all delivered. So yes, it's HelloFresh gave me a giant cookbook and I had all the ingredients to go with it. I would cook <laughs> that bitch from beginning to end without hesitation, easily. So no Lay All by Anthony Bourdain, front to back. He's a very talented individual, but unless he's going to send me the ingredients <laughs> along with it. Oh, that might be <laughs> creepy because he's in the grave. <laughs> You won't let me use the preserving agent. Maybe that wouldn't have to be the case, Sandra. Oh. <laughs> that was very in poor taste. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really just wanted to bring the preserving agent back around because yeah. I have so many questions about it. Yeah. Maybe I'll give you a little bit of more background yeah. <laughs> about what aspect is. <laughs> and show There's, you some pictures. I need all of you to know that when this is over, she's going to sit me down and go... The preserving agent is not formaldehyde. I need you to know that. I need you to hear me say I these words. I already said this. <laughs> you cannot preserve bodies in this. I'm not a serial killer. I just have questions. What could be preserved? So many questions. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think we're yeah. wrapping up here. We're getting close to the end. Um, we do need some more topic ideas. I mean, I have some, but. I've been told I've been getting dark with them. So if anybody has any ideas, again, you can send us an email at mimesispodcast at gmail.com. Isn't it the? No. No, the. I thought the email oh, was Oh, the email the... is. <laughs> I told you I am... these poor people. The I'm... only thing that doesn't have the before it is the website. Yes. So, okay, here we go. We're going to wrap this. We're going to do this one more time. The The Gmail account is themimesispodcast at gmail.com. The Instagram is themimesispodcast. On Facebook, it's www.facebook.com backslash backsplash backsplash. <laughs> Start that over. 
www.facebook.com backslash the Mimesis podcast. And our website is just mimesispodcast.com. There we go. Send us any of the show ideas and just say hi. We want to we yeah. be best friends with you guys. Okay. So takeaway from this is Julia Childs is amazing. She's a badass OG. Julia Powell. Put some respect on that name, yo. <laughs> Julia Powell wrote on Julia's coattails. <laughs> Please have fun when you're cooking. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hello, Fresh yeah. Hopes, if you're really bad like me. I've, my oven has caught on fire before. That's the thing that has happened. You have got your oven on fire. All right, listen, in in my defense, that was not my fault. It was not your fault. The rubber seal around my oven hit the heating element and, and it went off fire. like a Roman candle. And yeah. Uh, yeah, my oven was full out of on fire and I had to get a new one. So that yeah. happened just within the last three months. <laughs> I know. So yeah. I laughed so hard when I got that text message. No, no. Tell the people what you really said. What did you say to me? I don't remember. You said, what were you trying to cook? <laughs> what were, What did you do? <laughs> Didn't do anything. I was preheating my oven and it gave up and chose to commit it, commit, commit. suicide. All right. Commit let's suicide. give these people a break. We've, uh, we've rambled on long enough. We've rambled on long enough. Okay. So I've got your little art quote of the day. All right. Let's end on a beautiful Zen art quote. What do you got for us? Eating is a necessity, but cooking is an art. Oh, I love that. Yes, it's a good thing you can do with the people you love in your kitchen. Yes. I can't do that with people I love in my kitchen. I get too bossy and they don't like cooking with me. Okay, so just make it an art that you do solo instead. <laughs> Until next time. Till next time. Bye. Bye.